From Radio Cayman's newsroom, I'm April Cummings. According to the latest numbers released, there were 103 new cases of COVID-19 reported Friday, 89 on Saturday, and 48 on Sunday. 11 COVID-19 patients are in the hospital, 10 are unvaccinated. The Sister Islands also noted 13 new cases since the last report, bringing the total number of cases there to 480 to date. Police need your help to track down a local suspect. 54-year-old Alan Ronald McLean is wanted by police for drug-related offenses. He was last known to be living in Georgetown. You can find his photo on our website at radiokman.gov.ky. The Royal Cayman Islands Police Service is warning that he may be armed, so you should not approach Alan if you spot him. Instead, call 911 immediately. The public is also being reminded that it is an offense to obstruct, mislead, or prevent the apprehension of a wanted suspect. Five appearances are on the schedule for the Central Planning Authority Board tomorrow. Details from Radio Cayman's Paula Cal. Starting at 10.30 a.m., the CPA will hear a pitch from Sky Loss on its application for 15 apartments, a pool, and two underground storage tanks at a location on Skyway in West Bay. Objectors cite concerns with regards to additional road traffic and the project's potential negative effect on the character of a, quote, classic Caymanian community. This will be followed by an application for a four-lot subdivision in Bodentown with no objections, along with an application for a change of use from a carport to a commercial kitchen at a West Bay address. After lunch, the board will hear from Evelyn McTaggart on an application for 15 apartments on Indigo Drive off Wilty Road. There is one objector to the development. Finally, at 2 p.m., the CPA will hear from Little Cayman Land Company on their application for a proposed food truck on North Church Street, south of Rackham's. Objectors have raised issues with the truck being, quote, not in line with any Georgetown revitalization plans that have been presented to date. Existing businesses have also flagged that with limited cruise arrivals, it is, quote, hard to understand why we should be asked to share that reduced tourism spend with a new business. For Ready K Man News, I'm Paul Akal. You can find the full agenda for tomorrow's public meeting online at planning.gov.ky. The Office of Education Standards continues to make the rounds after postponing full school inspections last year due to COVID. On January 26th, they made a one-day thematic visit to Montessori School of Cayman to see how they have fared through the pandemic. More from Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller. During the visit, the Office of Education Standards found no significant issues. The inspector noted several things, though. Absences due to COVID-19 and quarantine, along with other reasons, have placed, quote, considerable stresses on the staff this year. The school's owner and leader is also the principal and lead teacher of the CASA class, and she says she's aware of the need to build a senior leadership team around her to delegate management tasks. She's also investigated a new staffing structure within the school with additional middle managers built in. Unfortunately, again, pressures due to the pandemic have delayed the start of the school's improvement plan. The school leader reports the collection, collation, and distribution of LFTs has become smoother over the past few months. The school does deep cleaning every weekend and after any reported outbreaks of COVID-19 in the school. The leader monitors the well-being of all stakeholders through a hands-on approach, regularly speaking with each individual and checking on their mental health. The school delivered online provision for the whole school during the first lockdown last year, but has, quote, struggled to deliver any form of hybrid provision when children are quarantining. Staff are able to demonstrate progress made during the pandemic by the students through milestones achieved and evidenced on transparent classroom and online operator. Going forward, there are some COVID strategies the school intends to keep, including sanitizing more regularly throughout the school day and ensuring that snack times are uniform, with each student having their own personal food container. 
Reporting for Radio K-Man News, I'm Carsley Fuller. These one-day thematic visits are not formal inspections. They're more like check-ins to see how schools have been coping. Those suffering with mental health challenges often don't know where to find refuge or support in their struggles. The Alex Panton Foundation wants to emphasize that there is help available to children and young adults in the Cayman Islands. Dr. Erica Lamb is a board member of the Alex Panton Foundation, as well as consultant clinical psychologist. It is imperative that young people and their family knows where to turn for support and guidance, particularly during such a challenging time such as now. The Alex Panton Foundation initiative has been developed based on local data through the collaboration effort of policymakers, practitioners and organizations committed to creating lasting changes. To learn more about the programs offered by the foundation, visit their website, alexpantonfoundation.ky. You can also find assistance from the Department of Counseling Services at 949-8789 and HSA Mental Health Services. Call 949-5600. And don't forget the Cayman Islands Crisis Center Kids Helpline. The number for that is 649-KIDS. That is 649-5437. How City Cayman Islands is on a mission to ignite a passion for the medical field in the Cayman community. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solins explains. Health City Chief Business Officer Shamari Scott says at Health City Cayman Islands, they have some big dreams and they hope to achieve them with their program, Healthcare Explorers. That in the future, we want in the next 15, 20 years for Health City staff to be anywhere from 50 to 70 percent Caymanian. But how do you get there? And it's by sparking minds from a young age that, you know, they understand what they need to do from a STEM learning perspective in order to find themselves in in healthcare. So we have programs that, you know, reach out to the children, um, whether it's shadow a doctor. Pre-COVID, you could physically come in and, and shadow a doctor at certain ages. They also offer virtual learning. We have on-demand videos that we work with all of the schools to understand what they're teaching um, within the curriculum for science in any given term. And for instance, if it's light radiology, then we think, what can we demonstrate within the hospital that will help with this lesson? And we have MRI machines and such, and we'll have videos sometimes with teachers, obviously with our physicians, and just making it fun, but also educational and sparking those minds to get our young people to want to be a part of healthcare in the future. So we've, we've touched quite a few young people over the years, and we'll continue to do that. Healthcare Explorers has various levels of learning available from primary school to university students. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. If you're interested in the program, you can email healthcare.explorers at healthcity.ky. The 28th National Arts and Culture Awards this week will honor 12 local cultural practitioners and preservationists. Tonight, Radio Cayman's John Anglin features Kimani Davis, who is being posthumously awarded with a silver star for creativity. Kimani Davis, affectionately known as Rudolph. DJ TNT and Rudy was born in Grand Cayman on January 20, 1975 to the late Rudolf Davis II and Sonia Davis, who emigrated from Belize. Around 1986, he learned to mix music under the guidance of Neil Sambula, a.k.a. DJ Neil Sam, and DJed alongside his lifelong friend Eric Gardner, a.k.a. DJ Atom Skills. An in-demand DJ, Rudolf traveled and entertained around the globe for more than 30 years. He also mentored 
and or partnered with fellow Cayman-based DJs such as New Generation, Super C, Selector Renegade, Coalition and La Familia, and internationally acclaimed DJ crews such as Poison Dart. Mr. Davis passed away on December 14, 2020 at the age of 45, leaving behind a legacy of memorable accomplishments and devoted fans. On Thursday, he will be honored with the Silver Star for Creativity. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. The Cayman National Cultural Foundation's 28th Annual National Arts and Culture Awards take place on February 17th at the Harkwell Theater. The Children's National Festival of the Arts is underway now in its 40th year. The judges are evaluating approximately 289 entries from 19 public, private schools, and homeschoolers across the Cayman Islands. Michaela and her 8-year-old Aurelian shared a bit of their experience with Radio Cayman. I thought the whole thing was incredible. All the, all the musicians were absolutely fantastic. I think it's really great just to bring people together generally, but also to see each child's individual ability and how they improve throughout the years. Aurelian played Illusion by Imagination on the drums today and loves music. It can, it can get you in the mood for just like to get you more happy if you're feeling sad. And you can also dance to it, which is really nice. It's fun to make as well. The categories include instrumentals, solos, bands and ensembles, speech, drama, and dance. There are some changes this year because of COVID-19 regulations limiting crowds. So CIGTV will be broadcasting the children's performances starting Monday, the 28th of February. That is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's Newsroom. I'm April Cummings.